No. Guys, it's the Altered State Podcast, episode 40. 40. 40. Give me uh, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, oh, shit, man. I haven't thought an awful lot about it. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> right now. Carter Hutton wore 40 when he was here, didn't oh, that's he? Tr- wait. Did Hutton, he? Hutton wore 40. Did he? Okay. For sure. I, that, this I cannot confirm. <clears throat> this is why 40. we need a producer. To look up the bullshit yeah. that we have no idea what we're talking about. That's a soft confirmation. It's, I, I feel I feel good that it was Carter Hutton. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go as far as to, as to dedicate it without thinking any further. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so we've been gone for a couple weeks. A little Christmas. Yeah, man. A little holidays with the family. We got uh, Mr. Danny Gibson over here with us hanging out. Daniel. Hello. Hello, friends. Hello. <laughs> so, so very happy for Daniel to be in town. Yes. And that he... Uh, Took some time to hang out with us today. <clears throat> oh, no problem. Eat pizza, watch Watchmen, yeah. drink oh, beer. Definitely. I was behind on that. I wanted to see you stop in, see the girls. Had the little gift for y'all. Oh, yes. Had Danny. All the things. Yes. Daniel brought in from, uh, straight from LA. He went to the Scum and Villainy Cantina and brought us some pint glasses, which we are just infinitely grateful Fantastic. for. Fantastic. So slick. Beautiful. It mm. is. It is. Beautiful. So, tattooing. Um, I can't live there forever. Now I've got shit from him. What an asshole. I know, right? You know? <laughs> this is why I don't go get him. Right. This is why you don't make the drive. Typical child depreciation. That's right. That's right. So, I, you know, like always, we don't have a set topic schedule. We just kind of mm. go for it. Got a few things jotted down. I know we kind of bullshitted before, talked a little bit about uh, like Christmas past stuff. Yeah. You know, what's one of the, either one of you, <clears throat> both of you? Both yes. What uh, coolest gift you ever remember getting as a kid? I bet we have maybe the same one. Mine would either be my Game Boy Color, which was the uh, the clear purple color. Mm-hmm, sure. what I, what, I don't know what that's called. Yeah, translucent. There we go. Uh, I thought there would be some kind of more <laughs> no. denoted purple color. No. <laughs> Uh, and then my parents surprised Justin and I one year, we opened all our gifts and then the Christmas tree is in like one corner and then in the other corner behind like a lazy boy chair thing. We opened all the gifts and they're like, I think there's one more. (laughs) And we go over there and it is a Nintendo 64. I knew it. I knew we were going to have the same one. Huge. Yep. The N64 Christmas. It came with, depending on which version you got, it came with either Mario 64 oh, we didn't have that or Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay, we had that one. Yeah. I didn't, I never owned Mario 64. I always played it in my yes, cousin's house. Yes, you did. Did we? <laughs> yes, you fucking did. I played it in my cousin's house, and I always thought it was so appealing whenever I played it there. I played it at your house, <laughs> so you definitely owned it. Dimensions are we in. <laughs> right. I don't know that I even owned a 64. What? What? I, I've owned lots of consoles in my time. My first, obviously, was Nintendo. Came mm-hmm. with the Super Mario slash Duck Hunt. Yeah. On oh, that one was cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite Christmas gift, and this will age me, I'm a huge G.I. Joe guy. I got the G.I. Joe 
Terradrome, like the bad oh, guy, the big circle oh, thing where the plane shit. came shooting out. Yeah. And it was like two days of putting it together. Because oh, back shit. then you got to put all your shit together, which was great, putting the decals on. And it was, it was maybe, it was, it was huge. It took up. You know, like half the couch. It was insane. It was great. Yes. Um, also, before I forget, I wrote this down. We don't really have like, we don't we don't sit around as a family and like watch holiday stuff. We just don't really mm-hmm. do that a lot. You know, me and the old lady will do it, but as a kid, that just wasn't our thing. But I guess this would have been like 1997. So the same year that we got in '64. Okay, so I'm um, 1920. Somewhere in there. I just graduated high school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and South Park is like in its third season, right? Or first season. They do the Mr. Hanky Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. And not, not the show itself didn't make me laugh, but we're watching it with me, my two sisters, and my brother, who are all younger. <laughs> so, and a talking shit. And my mother. <gasps> You're very Catholic mother. Oh, my super Catholic mother. Oh, and wow. you know, no, no one's really, everybody's kind of, oh, hee hee, ha ha, you know, for little things like that. But then it goes to, I don't know if you remember this. It goes to a commercial, but it's not really a commercial. It's a commercial for, like, uh, Mr. Hanky <laughs> grab shit, at, like, build your own Mr. Hanky, right? It's like, <laughs> so it's a scooper it's and a all this kind of right, It's all this kind of stuff. And it's, like, real life. So real kids are putting it together, you know, shit all over their hands. And then out of nowhere, one of the little kids says, I wish Dad was still alive. Like, it's just <laughs> huge downer, right? My mom dying laughing. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard her laugh so hard in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> Over Mr. Hanky and oh. digging shit out of the toilet. Oh my god. I wish dad was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> So that was like my It's honestly probably like one of my greatest Christmas memories oh is my, my mom god. laughing at Mr. Hanky. No, I'll never forget Top the, it. the year of the N64 and just, I mean, how many years of joy the 64 that you got and the one that I got. I'd be at one house or the other plane either. All cycled together. And then what was even better was Justin was really, after like a year, because that was a gift for you and Justin. Yeah. Do you remember like the next year, Justin was so pissed off with sharing things that he bought his own N64. I do. He saved up for the whole year and bought the translucent green version that came with the expansion pack and Donkey Kong. And so then there was like a constant rotation of three different 64s that we were always playing all the different games at. But I mean, so this started in 97 and carried into, I mean, when we were living at the Swan House, a decade later, still, you know, you and me and the Reagan boys and your brother and Jared Gallagher and Sean gambling all of our night's earnings on Mario Party 1 and 2 and Mario Kart. Oh, most definitely. I took a little over $300 from Jared Gallagher the night before I went to Panama City for spring break. Oh. I was just, like, throwing money on that whole drive down there. Right. What a, what a sweet deal. And speaking of which... Love taking money from him. He's, <laughs> oh, he's the best person to take money from. The greedy motherfucker. Um... <laughs> The best. Earlier today, that's why I was so thrilled this was going to come up, because I knew you were going to say 64, because that's by far the be- my favorite gift my parents ever gave me. Um, I saw a meme today that I then researched and got confirmation on. In Mario Party 1, um, there is an algorithm to prevent, all of, to prevent most of the minigames from ending in a draw. What? That if 
all four players have the same input, it defaults to letting player one win. What? Yes. So all the amount of computer assists that we always bitched about <laughs> and lost money on is confirmed. I immediately sent it to the Reagan boys and your brother. Like, see you motherfuckers? Because Justin was always player one. That Wario playing motherfucker. I always player played, one. I never played player one. Me neither. It. Me neither. I was player two or three. I always time. liked being at like a different one because yeah, you'd be in too. a smaller corner. Yeah. Like over, yeah. Being the, being the top left... Uh, Segment. You got a multiplayer first, game. You got to set it up. You right. have to take like lead of the party. Well, and it's just being top left segment. I feel like too many eyes drift there, and you can't float under the radar <laughs> on a mini game. You know, I I always liked being like player three because you know no one's drifting bottom left, so you could you know you could really kill like in the mini game with uh we had to like chisel out of the rock to copy the image in the middle. Oh yeah. Um, uh, or the fucking, um, like the bumper car ones with the three balloons. You could always sneak up on motherfuckers because no one's eyes are drifting there. But little do I know, you get a little, you get a little bonus kick for being player one, which is some bullshit. That's, oh man. Right? Just change your entire childhood? No. no just doesn't my ch- wallet a little bit. <laughs> right. Ago. Doesn't, the, 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 the real problem here is it doesn't change my childhood at all. It changes my adulthood. Right, right, yeah. Because I carried this shit well into my early 20s and gambled a lot of night's pay away. Um, <laughs> only to have been. Right, to just right. give it right. that little coin kick to that fir- number, oh, one, number one or oh, number dude, four the coin for kick, doing nothing. The coin kick was the worst. It was and so we insulting. we bet on that one, too. Right. We'd bet on the coin kick. We had side bets. It was, it was a real, it was a real degenerate system at one point. I can only imagine. It was a whole like algorithm of uh, money on the table. It'd be like five dollars for the star, five dollars for the star, twenty five dollars for the overall yeah. pot. Wow! Yeah. Like, the, got you a dollar on the star. kick. Got you a dollar on the kick. Yeah. Bet you won't land on this square. Yeah, there was uh, and a whole Our table core. full of side bets. It was. It was fucked up. Well, I mean, like I said, Jared Gallagher was involved. I can understand. Jared Gallagher is the definition of a hustler. (laughs) Motherfucker's a professional gambler. And you get Sean involved as well, who will buy into anything and loves setting up shit like that. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah, it was... And then it was also, like, there's a whole other layer of it that's fucked up, because it was like, when we, when me and... So me, Nate, and Luke, or me, Nate, and Justin lived in the house. We got the house when me and Justin were 20 and Nate was 19. So Danny was 17 and Sean was almost 30. Sure. And Jared was in his late 20s, mid 20s. Um, so it's really just a bunch of adults stealing from teenagers. Yeah, yeah that's what it sounds like. Nothing much changed. So let's move away from... You're now you're bummed about your gaming system. I, I, I don't, I'm still I don't th- you I'm out. still fucking thrilled. About now you're not bummed. You're pissed. I understand. I'll take the odds of being player two. <laughs> right. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll still fight. I, I stand I'm by my. I, I will still. I will blister this hand so quick <laughs> on that toggle on that toggle switch. You're the only person I ever fight for with Luigi. I know, and it's a nightmare. I'll give it to you. I'll be Peach, and I'll be. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You're playing you Peach in Mario Kart. Challenge no. laid down. Oh right my here. god, she hauls ass. Okay, she's heavy like Luigi, but she almost has like better speed like Mario. Really, dude? Peach always. There's got to be some kind of like the same way. There's some kind of algorithm default right. to that. Like 
early '90s equality. Like we're gonna, we're gonna be Pete, just a badass. Right? Like, That's right. Let her haul ass. Give her the best of both. The She's original got good characters. weight. You can't really knock her around. Oh. She's got great speed. Nice. Yeah, that that was always the thing growing up. Was that like me and Danny always fought over Luigi. Justin was Wario. Justin was always Wario. Everyone always had their people, and for whatever reason, we were both too attached to Luigi. That it was Luigi. I still pick Luigi every time. Me too. When you're not around. Or Peach. Peach is the alternative. And and a strong alternative, as it sounds. Let's get the sticks out. She floats floats under the radar. So moving away from gifts, (laughs) did you have a favorite show, movie, What's coming on Christmas time? You're like, oh, we gotta watch this. Uh, both holiday parties I went to for two different like my family's all just separated and all over the place here. One family's here, one family's there. You know, grandparents all over. Right. At two different holiday parties, we made it a point whenever it came on to turn up Christmas Vacation. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What a win! It's a winner. And Every we time. all praise. There know, is bow at the altar of it is the movie. Um. I, you, we haven't been to my house for a podcast for like what two weeks now probably, and they uh, must have the snow day was the last. Okay, time that's right, that's right. So it's been a couple weeks, and I don't know if I hadn't noticed it before. I just noticed it a couple weeks ago, right before you turn into my neighborhood. Oh, cousin Eddie! They put a cousin Eddie up, no. emptying the shitter. No, bro, bro, hat. a front store man. It is fantastic. Is it still out? It's still out. Can I'll, you please get a photo? I'll try to get a picture on my way home. Absolutely. It was not up that day yeah. because I noticed it. Last Sunday, when we didn't record, I had a family holiday party that was in Baldwin. Yeah, oh, that's right. That, that yeah. was near your house, yeah, and we right. went. We home. all went to a show afterwards. And it's when I was driving to that holiday party, I was with Libby, who's actually down here, who's getting the live show. Hey, <laughs> um, I was with Libby. And we roll past, I go, oh, oh my God, look at that. Like, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it's like, and, and, and they had to have just put it up, because I was like, yeah. I drive past here right. every fucking, all, every week. Right. I, I'm always right, I'm, and I would not miss that. that. Right, it's right there. And you can't yeah, it's on Big Ben. Yep. It, it Big is, Ben 141, it's right there. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, full mannequin, it's, it, they did a great job. Yeah. Hose hanging out. So they don't do bags. that every year? This is no. the first year? First time. Oh, wow. Yeah, first time. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, even when it was raining their day, they put a big plastic bag over it so it wouldn't get ruined. I mean, they're oh, all in. Oh, my God. They're all in. Yeah. They my, did a good job. One of my favorite, I mean, as wonderful as that is, one of my favorite things about it was, so uh, my brother-in-law, Adam, my little sister's husband, they, they live in D.C., so they're not around an awful lot. So we just don't get a ton of opportunities to hang out. Right. So, like, I mean, I know him, but we don't know each other super well. Because, like, I've never lived in the same town as him. When he met my little sister, they were living in Springfield. I was already back home. Sure. And then he was in the Marines within, like, a year or two of him and Maggie dating. So they've, they've just never lived in the same city that I have. And we get along great. We just don't know each other super well. Right. And when we were at Christmas at my parents' house the next day, I brought up that mannequin. And he was all stoked <laughs> about it. it. And nice. I find out that Christmas Vacation is his favorite Christmas movie. Nice. Which I would not have expected. No? Um, no. I just, like, he's just a little more clean cut. Okay. Like, that I, I just didn't anticipate Christmas Vacation being his, his jam all the way through. And he fucking loves it. So, like, we, we chatted about Christmas Vacation a fair amount. Do you guys get down on any of the classics? 
what do you call the classics? You know, like the black and white stuff, White Christmas. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of any of it. The, the far, furthest back I really go is like the fucking Claymation Rudolph. I haven't the seen 60s. that in a few years, yeah. but I do appreciate that. We had that on VHS growing nice. up. That yeah. was definitely yeah. in rotation yeah. regularly. So, frosty. Remind, tell me if I'm wrong, because I was saying this to Brandon. I don't know if, <clears throat> like, but I know when we were kids, it was this way. The Frosty, or the, the fucking Frosty and Rudolph were both classics that we all knew. Yes. But CBS only played them one fucking time per holiday <clears throat> season. So you never really got to see it. It was like, like I feel like Rudolph was one of those things that like existed in lore. If you were lucky, <laughs> you caught it the one time, or like your parents knew it and taped it on the VCR, so then you had it to be able to watch multiple times. But I feel like I always caught, like, you know, we'd be coming back from, I don't know, fucking my sister's dance lesson or whatever. You should have checked the TV, TV guide TV. before you went out that night. What the fuck? We didn't get TV guide. You didn't have a TV guide? A little Channel book? one. Yeah, no. Channel two. Well, no, back in my they day, it wasn't even that. It was just flipping through a book, man. Yeah, you, you realize you have to subscribe to TV guide. We were broke, son. Oh, it just came in the mail. I didn't know anybody paid for that shit. Yeah, man. We were broke, <laughs> son. They printed it in the paper sometimes. Yeah, right. exactly. Daily. Yeah. That was just yeah. for, like, local. Yeah, that was just local listings. Now, yeah. I would need to fully confirm with Justin, but like I said, I'm pretty sure we had them on VHS. I believe that. So I remember your those. dad's a crafty enough dude that he would have fucking recorded it. Well, and see, I when believe I, we had the sleeve. Like, oh, oh no, nice, shit! Yeah. I think they maybe came in kind of like a like buy, a four pack. Yeah, like a holiday package. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice yeah. man. Yeah, see, back in my day, go, Dave. There weren't that many channels to choose from, so if Rudolph was on, I probably fucking saw it. That's true. That's, That's right. True. Exactly. How many channels were in your day? Well. I don't Honestly, know, you, you come from the cable family, bro. This is true. Your, your grandpa owned the cable company. But even you when had you had cable, channels. that's like 25 back then. That's like, right. You know what I mean? Ooh, we, got, we don't have the four. We got 25. Look out. Yeah. And then one day you had 50. I remember when we got cable, like I was probably, I don't know, nine or ten years old maybe when we got cable. Maybe a little bit younger. Um, yeah, probably like eight. Um, I remember getting cable and Nickelodeon being channel 29. Mm-hmm. And, like, not knowing how to handle having 29 channels. Sure. Like, getting to Nickelodeon was a real adventure. Yeah. Like, holy shit. We have 29 channels. And then, like, when I was in middle school was when the basic ca- – so, like, the basic cable package when I – when we first got cable at our house. I know it was the same one that you had at your house, Dan. Yeah. Was, like, it went – it was – it only went up to, like, 33 and it was MTV was twenty seven. Yes, it was. Nickelodeon was twenty nine. VHS was, uh, or VH one was twenty eight. VH one was twenty eight. Was in between them. Comedy Central was sixty nine. I thought it was sixty. It was sixty nine. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but that you're right. Be, there wasn't always 30, channels. In but between yeah, there wasn't always oh, channels yeah. in between. It skipped. Yeah. But then when we when I was in middle school, it was like when I was in seventh grade. That basic package that was really just like. TNT, TBS, Comedy Central, right? Whatever, um, like the shit that's currently WGN. On, uh, uh, the, it, it was the cable package that exists in every fucking Midwest motel room. Right, exactly. Still. Oh right. goodness, yeah. it was it, the it one that. that right? Yeah. It was the one that we had. So you know, it was like fucking 15, 20 channels. Yep. And then uh, when I was in middle school, seventh grade, uh, Charter expanded their basic, their most basic cable package you could get was like 60 channels and they added in Disney Channel sure. and Fuse 
and Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network and all the shit that I was like, right. yeah, that's when you got like your ESPN Plus or ESPN yeah, Two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like I like yeah. again, I could not. ESPN was thirty two. I remember that when I was a kid. But like when that expanded, it was like, what is this life? <laughs> Look at all of these options. People will never leave their homes. It's going to ruin America. <laughs> and it happened. did. Yeah. I remember not having cable or internet at my dad's house a long time ago, like after my parents' divorce, and we'd just be chilling, playing with like fucking Lincoln Logs and right. some fucking Dude, dumb shit like so that. so many. We don't, I the, remember how boring it was. Right? Like, the yes. best... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you still is. You definitely remember this, Dan. Um, when your mom first moved to her house over on Tapestry, yeah, um, they went over there, and she didn't have internet set up yet or cable. Like, yeah, and even internet at the time was just dial-up. Yeah, we had all of those sets of connects. And would have the so like oh, what we would do is like me and Justin to my and connect Danny. wars. Oh yes. Oh, these were deadly. Keep going. So you take uh, you take like an office chair and turn it upside down. <laughs> okay. And then run a rubber band between the spokes of it. So you have like a real taut rubber band. Right. And are you familiar with connects? Yes. Okay. So you take like the long rod piece, and then you can put the corner connectors, right. snap it to the end, and put the corner connector in the rubber band, yeah. and pull it back until the tension rips the connector off, okay. and fires it at someone's head with, yeah. with extreme, like, definitely could have wow, lost yeah. eyes. Absolutely, oh, we yeah. could have lost eyes for sure. I remember yeah. making Mark Bannis bleed that one right. time. <laughs> right in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal, man. That that's, so, that's why when people are like, the internet's ruining people's childhood. I'm like, ah! I don't know. I think not having the internet might have ruined ours. Like we were pretty shitty to each other when we weren't. Oh pretty my god! Yeah, that's just kids in general. Kids are always shitty to each other. <laughs> yeah, it was really fucking bad though. Like I think right now, like having having kids of my own now. If I would like walk in my basement and see my kids at ten years old firing connects pieces at each other, like. I mean, that's as hard as a BB gun. I mean, sure. It's like shooting oh, most air- definitely. Right. It's like shooting airsoft guns blood, at each other. Yeah. If, if you're doing for it right. sure, yeah. it broke skin. Yeah. And like, and they were, but they were big too. So like, you could really fuck shit up. No matter what, like tip you put on it, like it would. Some would the one that was just like two little prods. That one would like hone in. Oh, you leave dude. the tail on it. It was. Or if you're trying to mess someone up, you leave one with like the spike going forward yeah, or that like ball. But that one's like a lob lasers, shot. Lasers, man. Like, heavy. <laughs> fire lasers at each other. Like, if I walked out and saw my kids doing that at 10, and be like, whoa, everybody, stop what you're right. doing. Let me show you how, let me show you how to do it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'd put them to bed, scold them, and then bring my friends yeah. up and be like, all right, guys, yeah. round two. We never did anything, I mean, you know, we did, like, Bottle Rocket Wars. You shoot Bottle yeah. Rockets. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, everybody a lot that. of those. Um, it was casual. It's so surprising yeah. that we would just shoot Bottle Rockets at each other. Yeah. Right. My parents would buy them No one seemed to care. Yeah, right. Your parents yeah. were, like, cool with it. Yeah. My dad would allow us a $20 allowance every time we would go. 20 or 10 like, pick out whatever fireworks you wanted. And a fucking gross of Bottle Rockets is, <laughs> like, like, four bucks. Yeah. It's so cheap. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, a point, thousand bottle going, rockets for twenty dollars. Yeah, he's going in on the bigger stuff for like the display. So all I got to do is my ammo. Right, right, <laughs> right. That's the thing. Yep. I don't. You, you wouldn't have been there. There was one year we were out at Fox's house. Uh, it was me, your brother, and Fox. Yeah, we were like fourteen, fifteen years old, and having a bottle rocket war. And I'm pretty sure it was Fox caught your brother 
right under his nose. Oh, I remember this. And put a hole in his mouth. Oh, shit. Like, it exploded and, like, split through to where, like, when you'd wipe the blood away, you could see to the inside. And we were all like, oh, we might have gone too far. (laughs) Like, fully pierced his upper lip. Yeah, Fox's mom was pissed. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) We were like, sorry, Lonnie. But no one, like I said, no one cared until something like that happened. And like, it wasn't like we disappeared to a field that you were doing it like in the front yard on the street. You, yeah, you know, it wasn't like. Well, and like she was pissed in the sense of like, man, what the fuck are you thinking? But still, didn't take our bottle rockets didn't away. Stop right. it. Just like, she was like, come inside. Right. Oh, there was one time me and a couple buddies uh, had a BB gun. We were we're underage. We're probably sixteen, seventeen. We're this is in West County, so it's mm-hmm. there's a. Traffic, mm-hmm. you know, got a BB gun and we're shooting it like a um, a little lamp across the street, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just taking turns, pop, pop, pop. You know, nobody do. We're there twenty minutes, whatever. We weren't car would go by, we'd stop. You know, we weren't trying to hit anybody. Twenty minutes in, fucking county helicopters overhead because they think we're trying to shoot cars going by. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, we hear SWAT coming. We we run, go inside his house, which was stupid because we we're outside shooting. Mm-hmm. We had. Our IDs, which were just our driver's licenses, because we're 17, we threw them down a storm drain, because that's going to help. You guys terrorists? Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> and we told his mom, like, if someone comes, we're not here. Rick, ding dong, they're downstairs! <laughs> it wasn't even like... <laughs> but the cop walks inside, we told him what happened. Oh, if you want to do that, you should have set up a target downstairs and shoot. <laughs> right, that was it. Right, so long. Dude, did you the, fish out your IDs? Fuck that, no. Those were gone. Those were gone, way gone. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of things that... Way gone. That, like, I am just astonished we got away with are mind-blowing. There's So we're in... I'm in eighth grade. Uh, we're hanging out at my buddy uh, Corey Sticka's house. So it's like me... Stick. Co- yeah. It was like me, damn. Corey, Ryan Harris. Ooh, um, Harris. A handful... It was like, I don't know, five or six of us. Um... And you know, we're in eighth grade, so we're what, 13 years old, maybe. Um, we, we Corey's parents worked for Anheuser-Busch. Okay. Um, so we went over there, and we got drunk as shit in his backyard. And his backyard was, like, all, it like, backed up to woods. So, and I mean, when I say drunk as shit, like, I don't know, we each probably had two fucking course, beers. Right, yeah. I don't know. Eighth grade. Um, enough that we were definitely drunk. Right. And... We're sitting in the back of his house, and we're shooting paintball guns at beer cans. Um, and one of the neighbors called the cops because they heard because they said they heard gunshots. Yeah. So the police come walking around to the backyard, and we're sitting there we're like, oh, hey. And the cops are like, so what are you guys doing? And, you know, like we're trying to be sleeping, like, oh, nothing, just shooting paintball guns. And the cops look over and sees, like, I don't know, there's probably six beers out. They just grab the beer and left. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and yeah. like, and at the time I was like, Oh sweet. Right. And I look back, I'm like, we were 13. Right. Yeah. What the fuck is it? Why didn't you call our parents? Like, what's the matter with you? Oh. <laughs> it was a better time. A simpler time. <laughs> I was just going to say a yeah. simpler time. It was time. a simpler yeah. time for sure. I don't know about better. Yeah. I just think like, damn dude. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bin Laden. <laughs> oh my right. goodness. <laughs> just like, how do you not, 
call someone's parents. Right. Well, say, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying we should have gotten arrested. No, I or even had right. tickets written. Right. But just like in a in a general sense of decency, right. how they tell you to quit yeah. shooting the gun or anything, or they just like no. check in. No, and then they take just like pop the like, left. Oh, you're just shooting a paintball gun. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just woods back there. Like they're like. You know, there's clearly nothing damaged. Like, we weren't shooting at the neighbor's house or anything. And it was like, just took the beer and bailed. All right, take her easy. Oh, yeah. It was like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, and again, at the time, I was like, that was awesome. Right. I picture but, the scene from uh, Super Bad after that. Or what? what is it? Where they, yeah. They're drinking with the cop car and oh, doing, yep. like, the uh, backwards. Yeah, Super Bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just loving and shit. Fucking yeah. bizarre. Yeah. But that's, like, even when I think about the times that, like, cops let me off the hook when I was in high school. Like, all right, I can I can see that. Let a sixteen year old off the hook. <laughs> Fucking in middle school, man. Like, that's not not great. It's not. But hey, <laughs> some would say cops are worse now. <laughs> right. They, they they, I guess they could have shot us. <laughs> right. I don't know. Gosh. Yeah, it, it could have gone real real real, uh, real left there. I mean, you, you were shooting a gun, and they just casually walked right. in. What's up, right. guys? Right. Right. So that that headline would look very different today. Absolutely. Yeah. If they deploy a chopper right now in West County on a bunch of people who they think is shooting a rifle at cars. They just shoot us. They don't even right. ring the doorbell. Right. You know what I mean? They run, They rang the doorbell. That's cute. With <laughs> a chopper overhead. They rang the doorbell. Was the chopper just like waiting like, let me know. It was right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're, we're good, guys. We're good. All right. Chopper you, out. You know that was one of those things that like the West County chopper never gets out. <laughs> right. He's like, like, yeah. I'm firing up just in case you need me. We got a potential <laughs> level three, but we're, we're at two. Right. I, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. The, yeah. Like the patrol cops are probably like, all right, guy, we're going to go knock on these kids' right, door. Exactly. And he's like, nope, I'm yeah. ready in case you need me. Well, you, know, you say that now that I think about it. If we would have got Mr. Rookie, I'm going to fucking tear some shit up. Who knows what would have happened? We got Mr. Old Guy who could give two shits. Right. And uh, slap some targets downstairs. Shoot that. All right, we're right. out. Bye. Yeah, see you know. ya. All right. I'm too old for yeah. this shit. Stand down, SWAT. There's kids. Right. So, <laughs> so it's Christmas. I don't know how we got into that, but that was Christmas. Christmas shows led into that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's how things go, man. Uh, I know Danny has not seen the latest Star Wars movie or The Mandalorian, so I don't want to ruin anything for you, but I'm just going to say, I want the one scene I want to talk about real quick, I mean, we won't get into details, but it's funny. That scene where the stormtroopers are just like doing target practice and they can't hit yes. shit. Yes. They're trying to hit a, no shit. Anything. They're just, you know, because stormtroopers notoriously can't yeah. hit anything. And uh, what was even better. <laughs> There's like, it's the, really close, this can't um, hit thing. They had, so it's like, this is the opening scene of the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. So it's like these two stormtroopers that are just sitting on their speeder. Like, bullshit. They're yeah. waiting to hear back from, yeah. from the Just some foot guy. soldiers. Right. Yeah, right. So, right. Like sitting, so they're just right. like sitting there. And what makes it extra funny is that the two guys that they had to be those stormtroopers were, it was Jason Sudeikis. Yes, that's why I knew I knew the voice. Yeah. And uh, Adam Pally, who was the, the guy on... Uh, Mindy Kaling's show, um, what was it, The Mindy Project, yeah. I guess? I didn't see um, it. I didn't see it. I know you're talking about You would know this guy. Yeah. He's in a number of things, but that was the thing that he was probably his biggest role. But it's two, like, total goofball comedians that they had. And it was like a three or four minute scene. Like, it wasn't right. a throwaway no, joke. No, it wasn't. They yeah, really let it ride. It was, it was really funny. Yeah, they milked that. 
they shoot the tin can thing. They milked it hard. I mean, they missed like six times. It was pretty it was, damn funny. It was perfect. Yeah. It was perfectly Favreau. Yeah. The one guy missed like three times. The other guy pulls out his gun. It's like to show him up. Misses. It's pretty damn funny. I it was pretty that. damn funny. Yeah. yeah it, it, was, it, was it was a really sweet it was cool. throw in. I would laugh. I'm looking forward to laughing at that, even though I <laughs> yeah. know it's going to be. Yeah. It will bring you joy. Even though you got to get through the whole season to the very episode, the end of the episode. The whole season. There's <laughs> yes. eight episodes true. that are like 35 minutes That's true. apiece. That's true. Yeah, I don't know anything about the Mandalorian besides Baby Yoda has swept through the internet meme. Oh culture my goodness! Right now, yeah, the, the child has swept the nation. Now, does Baby Yoda do anything, or is you he know, just chill? Uses a few force powers, but mostly just a passenger. Just cute. Really just, right. just trying to cute find really. his way through this crazy world we call life. Right. Just yeah. Just being. Totes adorbs. The, you know, because Yoda is notoriously old. Right. Lived like a yeah. thousand years. So the baby is fifty. But it's yeah. still a big... Because, like, the species... Grows very slow, apparently. Oh. Like, yeah, so that was, like, the whole big reveal in episode one. So, like, the Mandalorian's a bounty hunter. And they send him to, like, capture this bounty. And all that he gets told... You know, it's, like, this Empire guy that's sending him. And he's, like, all he gets told is, like, your target's 50 years old. Right. So that's all you know oh, going in there. Oh, he's going to kill uh, Baby Yoda. And right. Then, and then, like, he shows up. Sees it's a baby. <laughs> and sees that it's, like, a 50-year-old baby. Right. And he's like, nope. Wait, so hold on. Is this baby it. just, like, fending for itself in some tiny shack? No. It's, or, like, God. It's, it's protected. It, it's unclear what the baby is, though, really. Is it a clone of Yoda? Is it just a species? Did Yoda bang some other Yoda-looking thing? There, we don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. We just don't yet. know. There, there's yeah. a lot of information. Yep. Um, or a lot of misinformation, rather. But I can't wait to learn more because they really, they really left season one without giving you much of anything on the child. Right. I'm yeah. saying I'm forcing myself to say the child because apparently Favreau uh, ripped into Bob Iger. For saying Baby Yoda. For saying Baby Yoda. So John Favreau <laughs> ripped. This is the most the most bougie statement right. I can say. John Favreau yelled at the guy who fucking owns Mickey Mouse <laughs> for using the term Baby Yoda. It's a cool world we live in, <laughs> right? What a time to be alive. Yeah, beautiful. Get politically correct. Yeah, and not right. to be too douchey, but you know, you know what that is? That's money. That's money. That's money. That's that is money. money. Yeah. So, but so I'm I'm going with the child. Fair enough. I um, but I was I'm I was so stoked on the finale of um, Mandalorian, and I'm yeah. even more excited to go back and revisit some episodes of Clone Wars and Rebels because for the first time we got a true like dedicated live action tie in to the Lucasfilm animated stuff that I'm just. Super, super jazzed to to like sink my teeth into again. Yeah, I would say even if you're not a big Star Wars fan in general, you don't have to know Star Wars shit to dig the Mandalorian. Not at all. Like it doesn't really. It's totally. Yeah, it's, 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 it's totally in its own world. I mean, they reference things, but it's not like it matters. Yeah, I, like you know, the so. the reference makes like the Star Wars nerd in me thrilled. Right, but it doesn't make me understand the story any better. They make it digestible for any, Dude, old, right, any old Jane. Right. It's just like right. a fun watch. But there's some Jimmies in there for the real fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, some, there's some little treats. It's very like, um, kind of like a Western, you know, like a Western bounty hunter kind of dude. Kind of, that's how I kind of look at it. Ooh, yeah, um, well, it's definitely just, just set in the Star Wars universe. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, before I left earlier, I mean, so yesterday or today, uh, you see Deadpool 3 is confirmed. They are in production in the Marvel really? Cinematic Universe, per Mr. Ryan Reynolds, Van Wilder himself. Is Van Wilder? Van Wilder's Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, man. Yeah. Well, I just thought that was the same. I thought Van Wilder was Ryan Reynolds. He is. Who is playing. Right. I'm very confused. That's now. what it is, Dan. <laughs> Van Wilder is the original person. He is, yes. Mm, I would agree. playing Ryan Reynolds. Oh! Yes. Who is playing Deadpool. Which would be very Deadpoolian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They also said something about Deadpool being pansexual in this movie. Mm-hmm. Does that mean anything to you? I don't know what that term means. <laughs> and I also know what my boundaries are. <laughs> and I don't feel comfortable touching that at this moment. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yep. I don't know what that means, but nor do I need to. If you felt it's comfortable not. touching it, would that make you pansexual? I don't know. Or potentially. Okay, okay. I don't know. If that's what he's comfortable with touching. <laughs> I, know that I know that I am comfortable with everybody living the life that they should lead. <laughs> and that's that, man. I don't know. I don't know. Hashtag John Worlds of Wisdom. Hey, man. I'm just leaving it alone. So, I don't because I don't know. I don't know, and I, I don't need to know. You know, I'm just fucking with you. Um, are you a Deadpool fan at all, Danny? Uh, I watched the movies. <clears throat> I don't know uh, a whole lot of lore. No, else. yeah, like you dug the movies. Yeah. You don't need to. The movies, yeah, movies so is that about it? Was there like a, a series of Deadpool comics I mean, that Deadpool, people there is, a, there is, but Deadpool's so, a fairly new character, so there's not... Yeah, Deadpool debuted in the mid-90s, right. and the Deadpool that you see, I would argue that no comic book character has ever been adapted as accurately as Deadpool. Like, there is no long-running story or lore or mystery. Like, Deadpool is just a total sarcastic asshole goofball that like breaks in and out of the fourth wall and breaks in and out of stories and does like these th- like he they, they did a version of He's Van Wilder. The, very kind Literally, of, seriously, that's how they, they did a version of Deadpool stories like for a year Deadpool was just alternate universe Deadpool kills the Marvel universe right. and it's just him going around killing all the heroes. Right. I love that. And then there was a year where it was Deadpool kills the universe, and it was him, like, each issue was him in a different, like, literary classic. So, like, the first right. one was him in Moby Dick. Just <laughs> fucking kills the whale. There's a Christmas Carol one, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, he's just, like, and the way they adapted that in the movies is just 100% yep. spot on. Like, super cheeky, just somewhere total, I've, total fucking around. I never read the book that it's in, but in one of the books, they describe Deadpool as... Van Wilder, but uglier. <laughs> they actually, before it was Ryan, he took the role or whatever in the early 90s, they described him as a Van Wilder. So, I thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But I'll watch anything with Ryan Reynolds. For sure. Did you guess? There's a million things with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's what, when we, so me and Brandon went to see Star Wars last week, and we're sitting there, the first trailer is one where it's like, I don't know what it's called, like, the guy... Or whatever, and he's part oh, of a video game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was just like, I never even heard of this. It's Me about either. to be in theaters. It's a big budget movie. The one on Netflix that just came Six out is a big budget movie. Like, yeah. This motherfucker's just constantly in big budget flicks I don't even know about. He plays like the same person. Well, yeah, it's just always the same character. I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds. It's funny, but it's very one note. It's like yeah. mustard. Right, but mustard fucking rules. It's I like didn't say I hated mustard. Dijon mustard, because it's kind of funky. I don't know, man. I'd say he's yellow mustard. Oh, did I you, don't know. Did you guys see 
Detective Pikachu. I did yes. not. Yes. Yeah. I thought I loved it. I loved it, and the ending I thought was fucking hilarious. Yes. And nobody else in the yes. theater I thought, thought it was, it was funny. I go to uh, I live in West Hollywood, and right up the street from me is an adult movie theater. Uh-huh. It's an AMC, but it's just like five. You have to show an ID to buy a ticket. You got to yeah. be over twenty one. They have like a pretty decent bar right in there. Mm-hmm. Nice treats. Get some tendies. Get an IPA. Uh, all adults. Only like two other people in the like pretty full theater thought it was funny. My group was cracking up. Wow! I couldn't believe it. Do you, are, are you gonna see this movie? It doesn't really matter. No, uh, no, no you go. Well, yeah, I'll see it on TV. So uh, maybe, Ryan Reynolds, the voice, is Pikachu, right? And he's supposed to be the like embodiment of the boy's dad. Like okay. his spirit is that. And then finally, like he sees like the dad in the end, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like which is, sure is. amazing. And he like he comes in the frame and he's just like. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie they're trying to they're trying to find the main character's dad. Gotcha. And the Pikachu who was like his dad's partner is the one trying to help him. Okay. So it's like the kid and the dad's Pokemon are trying to help him and the dad's Pokemon is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. But then all of a sudden when dad walks out and it's like the kid the kid's like a little Asian kid. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like all, all of a sudden like oh Here's fucking Ryan Reynolds. Right, Fantastic. I'm not watching Looking charming as shit. No, it's, dude, it's wonderful. It's a fun watch. I, well, I'm just trying to think, what the, what's the other Ryan Reynolds movie I love? Not really a All Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, ben Affleck's in it. Where they, they shoot it, like a casino thing, or not casino thing. They shoot it up in the hotel. Um, Chris Pine's in it. What? Dude. Uh, Smoking Aces? Smoking Aces. Thank you very oh, much. it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. He's in that movie? He's the one of the FBI detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't recall that movie, but I, I remember <laughs> liking it, kind of, yeah. It was yeah. weird. I don't remember having any... It's so weird. I love it. That's why I liked it. It's and so... It's, just... not, and it's, it's also one that, like, I feel like right now, you could totally make Smoking Aces and make it marketable. The fact that they made it in 2006 is really fucking impressive. Because there's a lot of huge names in that movie, and none of them are stars of it. Right. And, like, it's just, just like, the budget that would have to go into that movie right. to make that, like, really kind of underground I feel like comedy, yeah. uh, comedy drama action combo. Right. Like, that, that was just... That was a movie out of place in 2006. There were so many random people in that movie that it has to be, on some level... Like the director or producer called in favors. Oh, for like, sure. You know what I mean? Hey, for sure, a Kevin Smith type situation. So, like, you know, when Ben Affleck's in the movie for eight minutes, and then so and so's in it, you know, for whatever. It's just Rihanna's in it for half yeah. the movie. It's like Jeremy Piven was in it when he was huge. Right, like, right. He was exactly. right. Yeah. yeah, he was a fucking. I don't even remember. He how was that running movie the world was, in two thousand six. I couldn't even tell you how it was marketed. I don't know if it was marketed as a Ray Liotta movie or any. I don't even know. Yeah, Ray Liotta was in it. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the main guys. So I don't yeah. even know who the main star. I the only way I like I don't remember how it was marketed with it, but like that so that movie came out my freshman year of college, so like I'm living in a frat house at Mizzou, so like I'm everyone in my immediate circle is the exact audience for that movie, sure, so yeah. it's like it was one of those movies that I don't even know how it matriculated everywhere yeah. it just did. That was Fight Club for us, for right? Yeah. Right. It yeah. was it was that. Right. It was just one that was like. Oh, I happen to be living with a bunch of people, and we're all 19, 20 years old, right. and we're all exactly into, you know, like this version right. of reality. Right. So we just watched the ending of Watchmen. Oh. Oh, Daniel. Danny had to catch oh, on Daniel. up. Oh, Daniel. 
Did you have time to process? Do you need a minute? Whew. We can take a quick break. You can <clears throat> think on it while you pee. Uh, I don't need to <laughs> pee or break. I mean, we could if you need to or want to, but that's... I, whatever you guys need to do. I, I thought well, was, we'll probably wrap it up for like 30 minutes here. So. Let's take a quick breather, and then we'll come right back to it. Go. Hey guys, Brandon, Altered State Podcast here. I want to tell you about Good Buddies, Tasty Soups and Sandwiches. Best sandwich in, uh, in St. Louis, guys. Uh, voted from the RFT, best place to take an out-of-towner. Located at Tucker and Pine. They are open Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Get yourself there. Get a great sandwich. You won't regret it. They use companion bread. It's all made from scratch. You're going to love it. Good Buddies, Tasty Soups, and Sandwiches. Yes. And we're back. And we're back. 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 Yeah. I know, right? right? What See a break. break. What a right. break. What a break, you know? Quick quick shot of Pink Whitney. Quick commercial for Good Buddies Tasty Soups and Sandwiches. That's right. Oh, man. They're always closed when I come in town, and Dude, it really bums my soul. I am, I am pretty crushed that they are closed for the entirety of my school break. Yeah, the, the whole time I'm here, this is the second, maybe, I think they've only been up in about two years, maybe a year and a half, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I normally come in for yeah, the holiday and season, and they are always closed. Yeah. And well, that's why we ate the shit out of them when you were in town for the Blue Stanley Cup run, oh, because I, it was the first time that you were here they were open. I was eating a, a half a, I was getting two sandwiches every time I went there. I went there <laughs> like three, four days, and just tore through that menu. That's I, I was so, but the only day they were open in my entire break was the Friday that I first got off. And I was like, I was telling myself, I was like, I'm going to go this Friday because I can't go when I work because um, I work too far away and they're only open lunch hours. And I was like, all right, this is the Friday that I'll go. And I had the girls that day. So like I woke up and um, I'd said to, and the girls love going there for lunch. Um, so I told them like we, we all slept in that day. So it was like probably 10 o'clock that like we were actually like up and moving. Mm -hmm. I told them, I was like, all right, girls, I can give you breakfast right now. Or cause we had some other errand run. We were going to the mall or something. And I was like, or we can go to the mall to buy this gift for grandpa and then go to Justin's sandwich shop. And I totally sold it. And I'm like, for sure, they're going to pick, go to the mall and go to Justin's sandwich shop. You're making deals left and right with these kids, aren't you? Usually, but they didn't <laughs> fucking bite on this one. They were like, we want pancakes. Oh, like, fine. God, I'll eat pancakes, but I really just want to go get a goddamn sandwich. I don't remember where I was, but Libby, you'll appreciate this too. Uh, I recently brought up the burger I had at Civil Kitchen again. Yeah. <laughs> I've talked about that burger more than any other piece of food I've ever eaten in my life. It was just such a big shock, and it was wonderful. What What is this? What, what, what is this groundbreaking? So we were in Springfield for a con. Uh, it was like probably a month and a half ago. Yeah, a month and a half Two ago. Two months ago. Um, we're downtown Springfield. We thought we'd go get some dinner or whatever. We go get uh, this new place called Civil Kitchen. You know, pretty basic place. Very, you know, very good. Reasonably priced. Good stuff. It's kind of um, like a, a standard American fair bar. Totally. Grill. Yeah. You know. Um, they have, you know, chicken and waffles. They, You know, all, all, all over the place kind of thing. But, you know, quality food here. Well, we, we didn't know at the time. And I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, I don't know what I want. I'm hungry. I, I, I don't know what I want. So I get... Did you tell the story on the podcast? Probably. Yes. I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah. Any burger with a fried so egg on it, it, I'll go yeah. to it. Yeah. Any burger with a fried egg, I'm in. So a burger had a fried egg and a bacon, cheap, blah, blah. And then 
the nicest, softest waffle for a bun. <laughs> oh. Like the fact that they don't sell these waffles, the fact Can't that this isn't a fucking breakfast yeah. place right. is astonishing. Because this Belgian waffle is, it is so tasty with a side of white gravy. What? Oh. Yes. What? So you get this, yeah. this yes. perfectly grilled burger on this super soft, delightful uh, waffle with a fried egg on top, and then dump some fucking act like cement thick, yeah. goddamn <laughs> yes. fucking Ted Drews thick yes. white gravy yeah. on top. I'm normally not a fan of like the kitchen sink style burger or meal like that, but I would Dude, buy it. This, this one was. was I would oh buy my god! I, when it, when I ordered it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it. It's gonna exactly. Yeah, it was a real that would be we'll my see. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. he was not stoked to order. I was, it was not. It like, was a reluctant like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, my fiance's there. I'm like, I'm probably gonna have some of your soup. Right. Um, but then I'm like, get the fuck away from my burger. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. Anyways, I don't know how that, where, where were we talking about? We started with uh, the ad for, <laughs> oh, the ad for Good Buddies, buddies and then we started talking That's about right. delicious things for yes. four minutes. That's and, terrible. That's oh. terrible. I'm sorry. But I just, I, I brought it up the other day again, so I had to, we should call them. They, they need to pay us money. <laughs> um, Civil Kitchen. Oh. Good Buddies, Civil too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've mentioned Civil Kitchen like four times on the podcast already. <laughs> Just from one fucking meal. Um, before we get into Watchmen, I just saw this on the intraweb before I came on. Okay. They're looking to do a Ray spinoff for Star Wars. So her story as a, as a show or movies? Both. Okay. All Disney Plus all the time, so here you go. Here's Um She's a new character, so you could just make up anything, right? Right. Basically, yes. You okay. could really I mean a lot of stuff in the last movie kinda Wrapped her up as far as where. Well, I mean, you you could make her journey on forever. You could make her like the new Luke, where she's like restarting the Jedi Order. You could make her a fucking independent contractor type. Like you could you could do a lot with that character. Um, but I don't know. Do you think that's what I want to see right now? Do you think this is just due to the backlash that some people don't like the movie? I hope not. Okay. Isn't that typical Star Wars? It is, Wars? absolutely. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Star Wars fans are the worst. Yes. I say that as a Star Wars fan. Yes, oh, I, I agree. accept that, that, um, that we are the worst. And the other quick note I saw for Star Wars, Hayden Christensen is back, but he is in the Obi-Wan series. Okay. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So I love the prequels. I mean, they're definitely geared towards my... Oh, right. We, we, we for sure. I listen, yeah, and at all the points they were making. Yeah. As... How cool was the pod racer game when we were a kid? Oh, tight. Speaking of N64, the hours we got of entertainment in your basement fucking shredding that pod race game on N64. Pod race game, sure. The pod race in the movies was probably the first time I got mad at Star Wars. That's fucking dumb. That's the best part of the pre of the, oh. the whole first movie, which is which I defend as a good movie. <laughs> <Not the fucking, laughs> I like that movie. I don't I have a problem with the movie. I like that movie, but the pod race is by far the coolest part. Well, no, it could have been. It's the second coolest ten part. It's shorter. The Darth Maul lightsaber duel is the coolest part. Yes, yeah, agreed. that's agreed. the best lightsaber the best duel in, in the Wars. saga. Agreed. in all of Star Wars. That's fair. But the pod race scene is definitely second coolest part of that whole fucking movie. Uh, you're never gonna sell me on that one. I don't know. The droid like army it. rolling in over the fog on Naboo is also yeah. pretty dope. I think they could have trimmed a little bit oh, off of the right. pod race. I enjoyed that. Uh, they could have trimmed a little bit off. Yeah. Sure, they could have. But 
the, the thing is like, I say that as an adult, but again, as kids, like how engrossed were you the first time you saw that movie in that fucking scene? What is the, what is the quote whenever he gets the power and he's like, I feel um, it. He's like, it's working. <laughs> That's what it is. It's working. <laughs> it's like blowing fucking yeah, exhaust yeah. in his face. Yeah, like man. Plasma ray. Does no. anyone that was fucking cool. Find out where that kid is nowadays. Oh God, what's he look like? Did, I don't know. Didn't just, he get arrested for like? Wasn't he like Florida man? Oh no, I Jake Lloyd, I think is his name. That wouldn't surprise uh, me. I, I think he, I think he did some fucked up shit for overacting, or what was it? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> fuck you! He was like eight, man. <laughs> Cut the kid some slack. Uh, real quick interjection about child actors. A friend of mine in L.A., very good friend of mine. We were talking the other day. She used to run around with beans from Even Stevens. No <laughs> way. She used to run around with him in Hollywood. And I was like, what? Yeah. What? She's like, yeah, I might still have his number. I was like, we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need to be at the bar. This dude was a fundamental part of my childhood. That's funny. <laughs> my cousin is named after him to this day. Right. My oh. father calls him that name. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I heard uh, Cousin Beans had, had a, lot of, a, a, a lot of words in his mouth about playing beer dye and had to get schooled on Christmas. He educated uh, all of us on how to play beer dye, and he was really spunky about uh, doing it. Uh, I never played beer dye before, and... Uh, he me, didn't... Ed- he, we, we taught him beer dye. Oh, okay. See, I'd never heard of this game. Oh, nor how to play it. And yeah, me and Justin taught him beer dye. Uh, the kids' table is normally in the front room, and it quickly was attracting more attention than the adults' table this year because <laughs> with the beer dye, we had uh, my cousin Pete, uh, her daughter's husband from Texas, was playing with us. Aunt Donna Beans' mother was like cheering us all on. Mm-hmm. Cups are flying, but uh, Beans was talking a lot in the beginning, and me and my cousin Sarah smashed her. Nice. Yeah, I heard Kelly sang three cups. She did. <laughs> exciting. Dude, Beard Eye is fucking awesome. You know what's more exciting? I was going to say pod racing. That's a dick move. Uh, pod racing is <laughs> equally as exciting as Beard Eye. Only if and Ryan Stiles is doing play-by-play. <laughs> <laughs> Both are wonderfully exciting. I enjoy me some Ryan Stiles. Don't get me wrong. But not necessarily as an alien doing play-by-play on podcast. I do. Too far, far away. I like him there. I like him in a yeah, suit so, on whose line making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a Ray series coming back to there because I'm not going to let yes, that. I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to let that lie. Um, I it might be something that I want a lot of, okay. but I'm just not sure. Like I, I really, really dig Ray as a character. I think they, I think. Uh, I think Ray is probably the best thing that they did out of this sequel trilogy. Eh, I like Kylo Ren quite a bit too, actually. I think both are really interesting characters, and I think they did them. I think they did them well. Fair. Uh, I think they did them well to the detriment of the rest of the story. Okay. Like I think probably what's wrong with the prequel trilogy is that they put all of their eggs in the Kylo and Ray basket. And everything else felt kind of just held together by duct tape to me. Yeah. Um, so, and I, and I love the sequel trilogy. I'm not saying that to shit on it. And it has its flaws. But um, I do think the things that they did best were Rey and Kylo. So if you give me 
array series. Like I'm interested in that character for sure. And I think there's cool things you could do there, but I also think that where we're at in the star Wars world to make it, I think to, to really make star Wars awesome again, we need to move. You want to make a hat out of that? Make star Wars awesome again. No, because I just want what you know. What hat I want to make? You could do like red Trump ones. No, I'm saying the hat I want to make is make red hats wearable again. <laughs> because I, as a Cardinals fan, and I, I have oh. like I have like ten really dope red hats that I never fucking get to wear because I look like a fucking bigot, <laughs> and I hate it. Well, you're. I just want red hats to be wearable. Again. That's way more you just being a white guy than the red hat. It's both. Oh, okay. It's well, a it's a real marriage, and I'm like, no, I fucking hate that guy too. He's a piece of shit. I just like this red hat. Um, well, you're in a fortunate city to do so. Like you said, you're in the Cardinals and the right, red hat, man. The, the I, red I, hat district around here. I have so you many red hats that, that predate that fucking degenerate scumbag <laughs> that makes me so mad that I have I have to be really I have to be really careful about wearing wear my red hats. Um. That's altered state getting political right there. Right. That's the political I want version. I red hat. I just want to wear a red hat again <laughs> without getting a sideways eye. I'm like, no, man, I'm on your side. I fucking hate him, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't mean to distract you. I'm sorry. Ray, Ray, series, did you want it? You might want it. Kind of like it. Oh, Not no. Sure so so if, if, I, if I think if Star Wars is going to make itself awesome again, we need to go like Knights of the Old Republic we need to go in the timeline well removed from any of the Skywalker saga. Sure. And just let those characters in the Skywalker saga just fucking breathe for a while. So do like, like what Game of Thrones is going to do. Yes. Jump 2,000 yeah. years earlier. Yeah, give me Knights of the Old Republic. Right. That's 3,000 years right. prior. Like, just let me see kind of the whole Jedi organization as this whole creed and religion is like, I think you could make that really interesting and make that really cool in its own right and not have to do the crazy tie in. Um, so that would be my preference. But that said, if they make a Ray series or a Ray movie or a Ray set of movies, I'll be the first person to buy tickets. Right. I think that's a really interesting character, and I think they did her really well. Yeah. That there's a lot of places that story could go. I just wouldn't... If I had to make a list of five stories from Star Wars I want to see right now, I'm not sure that would crack top three. <laughs> I, no, I agree. Well, from what I hear, too, the reason I said... Because we just saw three movies that were basically right. her story. Right. When I said movies and series, well, from what I read... Star Wars is going to start following like the Marvel plan as far as they're not going to say, hey, we're doing a trilogy. We're doing these movies and we're doing movies and s stories and series about these characters, but all these other characters will be in those movies. Like okay. when, when Captain America and Winter Soldier comes out, it's mm -hmm. not just Captain America movie. Right. When, I, you know, I mean, whatever what comes out, it's not just <clears throat> one character. They bring in everybody else. So they're not going to. It might have been more about the taking shit for, like, the movies, this latest movie, but um, they don't want to tie themselves in to, we have to tell a three-part story. We can just tell Are they a obligated story. to do a trilogy? Not at all. No. It's just what they've always done, so they... Well, they did standalone movies, and... They did. And, well, I think the trilogy is the only thing that killed the sequel trilogy, because I think, like, without spoiling anything, my only problem with the new movie was that it 
forced itself to be the end of this story. Oh. Because, like, so Force Awakens came in and was basically just Star Wars A New Hope all over again. So it was trying to win the fan base back right. over. I get it. It's a it's a reasonable move and made a cool movie, but not necessarily an interesting story. Last Jedi, I fucking loved. I think it was fantastic. Everyone else that talks shit on it, they can talk shit on it. It doesn't matter. But I think that movie ruled. However, that movie did not serve as a second act. Right. It served as a standalone movie. <clears throat> it seemed like a standalone movie as a, right. just a outside perspective. I like Star Wars. I wouldn't consider myself into like... <sighs> For not saying I, I don't really care, but yeah, I like yeah. the movies. Yeah, I'm into it. I buy yeah. into it. Um, I thought that movie definitely stood on its own little feet there, and it wasn't really like conveying a star. I, did, I couldn't tell yeah. if we were trying to go for a trilogy right. from my outside perspective right. here. Well, that's what you know, that's 100 percent what it was. It's, it's a I fucking I I think I, I would put Last Jedi in my top three Star Wars movies for oh. sure. I would go that far. But it does not serve the narrative as a second act. So then when Rise of Skywalker came out, the only problem with this new movie is it's too fucking bloated. It's trying to give you two movies worth of exposition in one movie. So like the emotional beats just don't land because they don't have any room to breathe. Oh. And like it, it's just it's so much plot that it's hard to, to feel for these characters in these really cool moments. And there were so many things that I wish would have been given to me in the second act that would make that, that would allow this third act to shine. Um, but that said, I love last Jedi. So like the fact that they forced it to be a trilogy, what was the detriment? <clears throat> right. Cause like, I feel like it should have been like last Jedi was really part 1.5. Of, of this yeah. trilogy. Yeah. And I needed to see, like, it was just poorly communicated and poorly planned. And that's the the it, the entire issue with the new movie. So I I like the idea of them saying we're stepping out of the trilogy game. Yeah. Because it's... It doesn't make sense. Well, and it just requires too much planning. And they've, they've nailed it with how they do Marvel movies as far as the planning and shit. But... At Lucasfilm, they did not. Agreed. And it it is costing them big time. I don't know if it's costing them big time. You're right. They're still making they're money not. hand over fist. They're doing all right. They're going to be okay. And I'm still in. I actually... And, you know, maybe this is just the fucking person that I am, but I just generally like most things. I love all the pre- all the sequel movies. I really do oh, enjoy. I do. Yeah, I, I enjoy them all. I can't show anything for exactly what they are. Yeah, I think I am capable of having a pretty healthy perspective on them, <clears throat> and you know, like I understand that while part three is flawed, there's a million things you could tell me about Rise of Skywalker that aren't great, and you would be a hundred percent right. Yeah, but I am capable of watching that as like, did it entertain me for two and a half hours? Did I go on a ride? Right. Did I have fun? Right. Yes. Adventure. Right. right. It's, it, it was an adventure. I had fun. I had 10 to 12 moments that I was like, oh, shit. And I had two or three moments that I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And 
that's why I go to the movies. And I am also enough of an adult to like say, you know what? The guy who came in to write and direct this movie had to play with not only the baggage of a second act being the last Jedi that completely broke tradition also has to take part of the person who should have been the main character dying two years ago and having to use found footage of Carrie Fisher and also carrying the weight of 40 years of fandom being an impossible task. So I am just reasonably understanding is like JJ Abrams had a, like there's no way to do that. Well, you, you can't, you can't perfect make anybody happy, everybody happy. Right. And I think as far as getting everything in the best place you possibly can, I think he did. You know, like it's one of those things that could I point out five or ten things that I wish were different? A hundred percent. Sure. Could I do them better? Not in a million right. fuck years. <laughs> yeah, I mean Could I, I do them better? It's not like we, it's not uh, like Game of Thrones where I could have <laughs> fucking done that last season better. <laughs> oh, I just I objectively, as a fucking nobody that does that knows nothing. Could have written that last season better. I'm still not over that. I try to completely stay no. away from Game of Thrones because anytime I think about it, it's all the time and love yeah. invested in that to just yeah. be oh, so I can't miss even, Matt. And I it's not even the time it. and love that that we as fans put into it. The time and love that they as creators did for like ten like the first ten years of it, they fucking nailed. They clearly they liked doing what they were doing. Right. They set the bar high. They didn't let me down. They let down their standards. That's my yeah. problem. Yeah. Like they built the unre- the unreasonably high standards. Agreed. They weren't playing with the baggage of two generations ago. They did that good for that long to <clears> then <throat> fuck up that poorly right. for no reason. I mean, and it was an easy fix. All you do is right. make. Gendry and Arya to put together and God damn it <laughs> in seasons of winter. Brandon. Emmys, Oscars, whatever they're handing out, they all get them. All the awards. <laughs> they're gonna call Hollywood's gonna They call. laid it Winterfell, okay? You got your wish. Hey. You got that. Hey. You fucking got that. Well, she turned down the proposal, Brandon. Get yeah. over it. Get over it. I'm just taking it harsh. <laughs> I, I've been there. I <laughs> I think he's hurting and I feel for him. Anyways. That was supposed to be a three-second... The Watchmen. Yeah, exactly. It was like a quick recap of a burger I had in Springfield, and 20 minutes later, here we are. Uh, so, yes, Watchmen. How My you feeling? Watchmen. Uh, uh, uh. He caught a bullet. Right. Uh, I love right. that. As soon as he shot him and he went down, my first thought was, oh, he caught that shit. Sure. Yeah. You can't go shooting no. fucking Osmandias. Being some game warden ass. <laughs> Put your little clone, your roping ass. So oh, just, and he just shamed him when he beat him down like that. It's like, was that a good adversary? No. no. Yep. But you tried. It's bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Flosser. Awesome. Get out of here. Yeah. Stabbed him with a sharpened horseshoe, dog. Right. Brutal. That your clone brought me. I would say, brought to you by technically yeah. yourself. Right. Yeah. It's great. Now, did we ever really find out why the horseshoe was incorporated at any point, or do the clones? Well, I know there was because the he was he was supposed to get it at the point when he got arrested, but they kept fucking up and bringing it early. So that's why he uh, was yeah. always this was all eyes. so it was all planned right by Osmandius to get <clears throat> caught and then to use the horseshoe to get out, get out to dig out, right? Because right. he anticipated this like years in advance. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. So when they would bring him the horseshoe. 
<laughs> it was like laughable because it was just like, right. no, you're right. You are supposed to bring me a horseshoe, just not yet. Right. Yet. Because they brought that cake every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, no, every year. No, yeah. it was like every no, day. No, it was like every day. Yeah. It happened every day for like eight years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, no, not <laughs> right. the time. Not yet. Right. So, yeah. The uh, Does it wrap up nicely for you? Are you comfortable with where they ended it? Does it aggravate you? Do you like being a little... I felt they were really puffing Lady True to be up to be kind of like a little more for her to just... A little more for her to just kind of just get crushed by her own device there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the ending for Senator Keene where the... Even though that was quick and there's like you can't... You have to filter the energy. Right. I like that. That sure. was still That's like fair. a right. nice right. send off for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those shorts were a little weird. I liked what they went for. It was but a throwback to the right. Vietnam trying. Watchmen. No, uh, totally, totally. Dr. Uh, Manhattan was walking through Vietnam. Well... I thought what was extra weird is like when they gave like the side profile view, you saw how high it comes up and then yeah. it cuts back like four inches yeah. to come down to where his bride is. <laughs> because all of a sudden HBO's worried about asses. Right, right. In the next scene, it's a 12 I was saying, and then we're dong, hanging so. fucking yeah. huge dong. Yeah. Blue yeah. dong. Yeah. Hanging dong that I'm going to tell myself was CGI because that allows me What's to sleep at night. What's that CGI dong? Probably not, but I'm going to tell myself it was because... Yikes. That can't be real. Because yikes, man. <laughs> that was some sort of All right, of let's call dong. it CGI. How long do you think it takes to make a CGI dong that you keep working until you're like, well, people are going to be naturally staring at this Do you think dong, it was CGI right? or it's just like some Marky Mark shit they did in Boogie Nights? Just give them an extension, make it blue. I don't know. I just know that was a lot of blue we'll, dong. We'll shade out the spot where it connects. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with stunt cocks. I don't know what they do. <laughs> is that a stunt cock? they pull it off. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I just, no, I thought all around that was just a fantastic season of television. I think what, what makes me happiest about it is like, you could tell me tomorrow that they were starting production on season two and I'd be thrilled. Yeah. You could tell me tomorrow that they're not making any more Watchmen and I would also be thrilled. Because it would almost be a different story because we lost a few of these characters and or I doubt... Any of them are going to participate again, like or that I don't feel like that they would write that same story again. No, no, they like no. It, it. It just feels like, well, I mean, kind of like the original Watchmen, how it ends. There was plenty of threads for them to pick up. I mean, you could tell they made this whole series and did well. There's plenty of threads to pick up, but the ending of the Watchmen graphic novel is totally satisfying. Yes, and I think this was the same thing. Like there are. There are three specific storylines that I can just think of without even thinking too hard off the top of my head that would be interesting to build on for a season two. But all three of those storylines, you could also leave alone and wouldn't break my heart. Like, I think seeing Lady True's clone mom who survived all of that, I think there's an interesting story there. Um, Obviously... What happens with Sister Knight, whether or not she has Dr. Manhattan's powers. There's an interesting story there. And they never really touched on Dan Dryberg, except for the fact that he's in jail. Right. Um, I think there's an interesting fucking story there. Yep. But I don't sure. need those stories. So I think like a season two, playing with any or all of those three, I'm thrilled with. I think those are actually the only... Three options if you wanted to make a sequel to this season. That and then when well, for sure, Regina King is the is the star. If you were to make a season two, her her 
fucking journey forward is the logical expression point. Her son found that uh, that sister. He looked right. spooked when yeah. he found that yeah, sister man. night costume. He looked spooked, His eyes but were, he also looked fucking jazzed. Like yeah. he looked like he was trying to he be a vigilante. Well, it was more like, "What the fuck? Oh, sweet!" He looked yeah, more like, spooked than he did when he saw Doctor Manhattan, who was Cal standing right, on the right. motherfucking pool. Like, oh shit! Is that <laughs> is that Cal? Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. It is. <laughs> oh my god! My mom might be that vigilante His cop. Dick in the news. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> was he hanging dong in that scene? I don't, I don't remember. Not in front of the no, kids. No, not, not in front, front of the kids. kids. <laughs> just not in front of the kids, Cal. <laughs> the only other thing I'd like to see the too, Bennis brothers. The Bennis. Oh, okay. Both 40. wore forty. Oh, okay. Both wore forty for the Burns. Wow. For sure. That only took I you think, about an hour and a half. I think Carter Hutton did, but for sure the <laughs> Bennis brothers did. That gear was turning the back of my head this whole time. Ugh. That's what I've been smelling. Yes. Shifted into that yeah. burning yes. oil. Of both beer. Yeah. Both Bennis brothers. I, uh, I think Andy only wore it in '96, and maybe or no, Alan wore it originally when he was here, and when he came back here in '02, and Andy wore it the time in between. I think. I think. Either way, I know they both wore it. Hey, can we get a fact check on all those? I know, oh, no one I know they fucking both wore <laughs> it. No one asking. Um, no, the only thing I'd like to see, possibly, if they did another Watchmen, just go early. Do Minutemen. Because they always, yeah, they're always reference Minutemen many times as far as the show they're doing. Also a story you could do early you Minutemen. Tell. You could still do Hood of Justice, obviously, and shit like that. Um, just tell stories within Yeah, that there's time absolutely frame. stories so, there. Or do the Vietnam shit. I want to see the comedian. Yeah, you do some crazy one of my shit. Right? Ever. Man, how, and how perfect is the casting of Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the comedian? 100 million. Like, I, I unfortunately I, saw the movie before I read the book, but him he fits sold the entire thing to right. me. Perfect. Right. Perfect. I am encapsulated with how he did that, and it immediately attracted me to yep. Watchmen. I read the book three and a half times right. since then. And it's ever since the show has come out, it is on. I love the book, but I still love the movie. I like. I I I love the movie. I am not in the camp of people like. There were a lot of people that were really salty with how they changed the ending, right? But like, as far as I'm concerned, one, I think you need to for the movie for movie to make sense, and I, I just always take exception to people that like get gripey of like. Well, that's not how it was in the book. Right. That's not how it was in the comic. Oh, I'm well, sorry. I, Did it surprise you? Well, it's like I, I, I didn't, I didn't need it to be that. Right. Like I enjoyed whatever thing it was as a book or whatever thing it was as a comic. Things work differently in different media. Your brain processes them differently, and people that are incapable of accepting that are fucking zealots and fools. Oh, zealots and fools. I'm going there. What what literature have you been reading lately? <laughs> Zealots and fools are we. I um, no. I mean, we kind of re- we talked a little bit at Watchmen last week, so I'm sure I got all my good points out then. I don't want to repeat myself like my burger story. I enjoyed the last episode, <laughs> but I think John had said this before, and it's kind of a known fact. I think if you're watching anything these days, the final episode is not what gives you the most juice anymore. It's the totally. second, it's the second to last, last episode. Yeah. The, the, the last two where oh, we're experiencing nostalgia totally. and we're experiencing yeah, all yeah. these things before that and the Dr. Manhattan reveal, I think those were right. a lot more groundbreaking. This was yeah. a lot of tying this the was, ends right. that we already just 
Yeah. We let a lot of ropes out, and now we're just like... And I think that's the fun part of a series, is that you get to do that. Like, I think in a movie, you have to tell so much story so quickly that, like, in a series, you can create this entire universe of mysteries and still be surprising until the last episode. And then the last episode, you just get to be like, here's a payoff and here's a payoff and here's a payoff and here's a payoff. And that's so satisfying as a viewer to just like have a can of worms open six straight times for then all of them to be fucking shot down by a BB gun. Yeah. Like just (laughs) wonderful. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. One thing I could have done a little more with a little, Blue more, Dong? a little more Don Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of code for Blue Dong in a way, Dude, I guess. Yeah. And you could do you could do Don Johnson in season two. You right. could do right. way more Cyclops shit. Like, there's a lot to be told. Totally. There. Yeah. The whole I mean Cyclops is really untouched as far as how they got Horshack stuff and the Blue Dong. You know what I mean? Where did right. all that come from? Or just Why the idea, yeah, the idea of the that? cavalry is Rorschach. Right. right. There's a lot there. Um, I'm telling you, one of um the I, I was so satisfied. Um, if anyone hasn't listened yet, if you're not regular listeners of uh, Fat Man Beyond, there was two episodes ago, the podcast Fat Man Beyond is just an interview uh, with Mark Bernardin and Damon Lindelof. And it's all just about doing Watchmen. And, oh my, like listening to that podcast is a fucking masterclass in storytelling and just in what went into making the series and it made me love it even more like nice. it's one of those ones where like when you see how the sausage is made it's even fucking tastier <laughs> like i i would advise anybody to go out and listen to that episode of black man beyond and get some of that tasty sausage um, yeah man because <laughs> it is <clears throat> speaking wonderful. i just saw this randomly i wasn't looking for it, it just came out but I was thinking of Don Johnson. They're bringing back Nash Bridges for him. What? Wait, really? Yeah. Why? I don't really? ask. I don't know why. Really? Someone wants it. My dad's watching <laughs> TNT <laughs> with or without Nash Bridges. Well, he's getting Nash Bridges now. Uh. And my dad, you know how, like, here's the thing. My dad is 100% the target audience for Nash Bridges. My dad watches all of the TNT USA uh, crime dramas. Yeah. Love it. Um, <clears throat> but he he also views them all the way they should be viewed as if they're the same fucking thing. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, my dad enjoys watching them. Yeah. But, like, if I if I were to call up my dad tomorrow, I'd be like, Dad, they're bringing back Nash. He'd be like, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, neat. What channel? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, whatever. He'd be like, well, is it replacing NCIS fucking... Cradle the balls. <laughs> All right, whatever. Cool. Like it. It just seems. I, I don't. I don't know why. So he's not really a Nash fan. He just enjoys. No one's a Nash fan. <laughs> just like someone no, somewhere's no, a Nash fan. No one's a Nash fan. Just like no one's a CSI fan. Like no one's. An NCIS fan, they're all the same show. They're a fan of a genre, not a fan of a character or a fan of a show. You can package it 
any which you're, way. You're telling me Ice T fans don't follow him to no whatever no, he the fuck he does. Law, was no. he a Law and Order? What's he do? Well, the one about rape. SVU. Why do oh, they continue okay. to rape people? I don't understand why I'm we're t- on like season 26 of this. Why is rape you know, so cute? That's the best question. And why is watch any, this? Why are we so? Right, why is right. anybody raping anybody, Daniel? And if not you were cute, in that job for not, a long time, would you transfer cool. after a while? Not that's fucking cool. I got to weigh on you after a while. Yeah. It's brutal. Uh, speaking of Nash Bridges and just old TV, uh, when I moved into my new apartment recently, last few months, it came with cable. And Ooh. I haven't watched TV in a long fucking time. And I I work evenings, nights, so most times like I wake up in the morning and just like eat lunch or breakfast and just watch Jerry Springer or some, you know daytime right. TV. Yeah. I love Matlock. <laughs> oh, Matlock's fun. I can't get enough of Andy, some Matlock. Andy, nice. Griffith, Andy Griffith's all right. That's yeah. funny. And shit. my roommate didn't understand that Matlock was Andy Griffith from like yeah, the Andy Griffith show. Griffith yeah, show. and yeah. I was like, no, that's him. She's like, yeah. look at the face of Ron like, Howard. Oh my god, of Ron Howard fame. <laughs> oh my, it's god. crazy. What's what's the craziest thing about being alive now? Is like Andy Griffith was that. Remarkably successful of an actor, yeah. And the kid on his show is still more successful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what a weird time of Hollywood to be like, yeah, Andy Griffith of the Andy fucking Griffith show and Matlock, right? Two of the biggest network shows in the history of network shows when that shit mattered, right? Yeah, when there were only the four channels, right? When that shit mattered, I'm still watching Matlock, but you got. In but, LA, but in then you got fucking Opie, who became goddamn what's his name in Happy Days? Richie Cunningham. Richie Cunningham, who then became oh, the director of the world, who then became the narrator of fucking Arrested Development. Yep. Who then went on to direct Solo? I never saw Solo. And Willow was that cool? I think it was fun. Oh, uh, Willow was great though. Who you didn't see? You know, you shitting on Willow? Who's Willow? You don't like Willow? He's it's making a face fine. for those who aren't here. Oh, it's <laughs> fine. Speaking of which, I did hear they're making a Willow show. <laughs> Damn right they are. Who's Willow? What is Disney this? Disney Plus is bringing back. So Willow was the, a movie. The great Val Kilmer vehicle. Yeah, it was a movie in the 80s that Disney made. It was like Ron Howard's magnum opus. It was his baby. He loved it. <laughs> yeah. um, it was a little Lord of the Ringsy. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, yeah. But it was, it was, it was out of time. It, it was, it was probably great, me, but just me before didn't. it's time. Yes, I, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Before it's time, but just not. It's a great movie. I, I highly recommend. I have it on Blu-ray. You can watch it on Disney Plus. Oh, you, I don't cool. have Disney Plus. But I have that's Prime. Reckless. I have I have Prime. I have Netflix. But Disney Plus is cheaper than all of them. Cancel something. I don't <laughs> pay for my Netflix, and then I use Prime for like. Things right. that's and it's just it. a convenience yeah. that I right. get. That's I have Amazon Prime, yeah, but only because like shit. I shop. I, yeah, because I buy from yeah. Amazon. I, I got the Amazon the streaming Prime. Is just a bonus. I just finished watching the uh, second Jack Ryan season. It's pretty legit. I liked it. Little John Krasinski. I mean, you guys talked about this. My fucking boys. The boys are great. Yeah. Oh, Dude. yeah. I told my dad to watch it. It's good so show. Good. Yeah. So good. Your dad would like the boys. I was like, show. you need to watch the boys. Yeah. Dave would get a laugh out of that. I, I still haven't got into like much on Hulu though. I don't know anything. Fucking community. Man, I've never seen community. Yeah. Ever. Do you guys have 22 minutes when we're done recording? No, not for community. Is God. that the one with Aziz Asari? 
No, that's, that's Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. Oh, okay. Which Community I love has, Parks and Community Rec. Community is Chevy Chase. Oh, that's it's right. Oh I, know, I know, oh, I know what you're talking about. Then I watched that. Yeah. Wonderful. No, I've watched most of it. I think I've seen that, clips and bits on the internet. We could watch... Right now, we watch the Dungeons & Dragons episode of Community. You would both leave here and say, yep, i got to watch at least the first two seasons. Now that you... For some reason, I always mix that up with... Parks and Rec? Yes. And yes. Parks and Rec also rules. I'm not going to let your derision slide there. I love but Parks whatever. and Rec. I never got into Parks which I love most of the people on that. I just, I I never could get into it. I don't know why. That's I love The Office, which is the same shit. I just can't. I don't know why. I mean, I... Andy was fat. I, I, I think you're wrong, but I respect it. I, yeah. But Community... There's a bandwagon we all need to be on. No, I've watched... It's because I was a Chevy Chase it's guy. It's Chevy Chase. It's Dan Harmon. Yeah. Three I, Rick and Morty. And it's got the Rick and Morty seeds in it. Before I forget... And um, it's got Donald Glover before he was Childish Gambino. You mentioned, yeah. You mentioned... Uh, isn't... Uh, uh, what's his name, too? Uh, the Asian guy from Hangover in there? Ken Jeong? Ken Jeong's there, yeah. Yes. That guy? Yeah. He always kind of plays yeah. the Mr. same. Chow. Yeah. 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 Mr. Chow. Aggressive. Yeah. Mr. Chow. the same? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, oh, my God. I saw so on YouTube a couple days ago, when you said Christmas Vacation, I meant to mention it then, but there was a Q&A with Chase, D'Angelo, um, and the kids. Um, really? Um, what the hell? What's, the one from Big Bang Theory? Yeah. What's Leonard uh, and wow. Roseanne? Oh, my God. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. And what's her name from National Born Killers? Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Yes. Yeah, Juliet. So it was a pretty. I mean, it was only like a half hour Q and A, but kind of cool. Um, okay. I'll watch anything with the chance Beverly D'Angelo's titty might pop out. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh my God, Bev D'Angelo. What a treat. That's that's where it all started for me. Oh, oh. Titty residue. <laughs> titty residue. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's about all I got. You boys got anything else you want to get out? I got nothing else. I'm gonna. Crack one more beer and all right, and probably uh, watch Community. Yeah, Danny, appreciate you coming out, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, no brother, problem. some amazing Christmas and, and gifts. And for these wonderful, yes. wonderful glasses. Hey, I didn't pay for them, so <laughs> even better. All right, thanks, guys. See ya.